Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. Welcome to episode 38 of From the Den, where today we're going to discuss a very interesting week 15 going on to week 16. And finally, we have something to be proud of with our Chicago Bears. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that meant there. We've got Oren actually scouting out the upcoming Bears-Jaguars game. He is coming to us live from Florida, so he might be able to have some exclusive insight that others may not. Uh, sorry that we couldn't get to you last week, but here we are now. Uh, let's do some takeaways from week 15 of the NFL season. All right. So Bills Bron- Broncos, that was a blowout. Bills are one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Josh Allen's playing good football. Their run game really dominated. Zach Moss and Devin Singletary had averaged 6.2 and 8.5 yards per carry. Stephon Diggs is coming into his own. Cole Beasley. Coming into his own. Stephon Diggs is a top wide receiver in the NFL right now. Leading in receptions. Yeah, but he's I think you can say a little more than coming into his own. Keeps he's getting better and better as the weeks go on and on. Okay. It feels like it, but I think the Bills are contenders. Yeah, for sure. They've got the second best record in the NFL. Chargers Raiders. I had a lot of faith in this Raiders team, but they've lost four of their last five. I think it's time to say goodbye. Their playoff hopes are slowly slipping away. That might have been the last straw with a Loss, but at least it was good for my fantasy football team. That's my takeaway. All right, Rams, Jets. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Are the Rams inconsistent? I don't think that this necessarily is showing that the Rams are a bad team. Because if you look back at their games, they win big games, and they lose such stupid games. It's Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, I was, I was saying a few weeks ago on the podcast, podcast how the Rams are inconsistent and I think that was spot on with this game right here excuse me that's why I don't think the Rams will be able to do that much in the playoffs just because while the record is great I don't think that they can play three straight I don't think they're gonna have the first I don't think they're gonna have a bye the first week and they can't play three straight games uh, with consistency and that's my issue with them but we'll get into that later yeah, and I don't know if Jared Goff is a reliable quarterback. Did they sign him to a big extension last year? Jared Goff? Two years yeah. ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Seahawks versus Washington. I don't know how I feel about the Seahawks. I'm a little iffy on the Seahawks. It seemed like they are going to blow out this bad Washington team. But Washington stuck around, so I guess I can have a uh, takeaway for both. Washington looks like they're going to make the playoffs right now, which I like. I mean, I'd rather not any team from that division make it, but if it's going to be one team, I like what Washington's got. Uh, I like their defensive unit. It's fun. As for the Seahawks, they have not looked good recently. Russell Wilson has completely slowed down in the second half of the season, and I'm not sure how much they can do in the playoffs. Well, what's scary to me about the Seahawks is that through the first few weeks to through like the week one to week seven, you were saying, wow, the Seahawks are great, but I don't know if it's going to be able to be consistent because their defense is not playing well. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you look and their defense, I wouldn't say they played amazing, but they played the football team, but their defense stopped the team from getting 15 points. 
That is yeah, their defense has been pretty defense. good against these bad teams that they played the last few weeks, at least. That's a great defensive performance. And Russell Wilson put up 20 points. With an offense like that, you cannot put up just 20 points. While they won and while we shouldn't be here complaining, I still think that this team cannot win by putting up just 20 because in the playoffs, once they start to play competent offenses with, with quarterbacks better than Daniel Jones, they need to get more than 20, and I'm not sure they can. Patriots-Dolphins. Patriots are finally out of the playoffs. Just needed to celebrate that real quick. Uh, let's scroll through here. Chiefs-Saints, good matchup of good teams. Oh, let's talk about the Steelers. Oh, sorry, you go on. Tell me about the Steelers. I was going to say that the Steelers are really pretenders. I thought after the – I don't know who it was. It might have been Miles Garrett. I could be wrong. He tweeted after I think it was the football team-Steelers game, and he said, thank you. Now we know how to beat the Steelers. And I was like – oh, that's funny, but the Washington football team just beat the Steelers because they got lucky. Like, they got a tipped interception. All these things went their way, right? But they were dead serious, right? Yeah. The Steelers have 0-3 in their past three games. The Jets have won The Jets have won more games in their past three games than the Steelers. Yeah, just, that's just funny. Like, that is crazy. And, I mean, the Steelers are – should be a better team but i mean ben roethlisberger just isn't playing that great football right now yeah the the offense has got to figure something out they've had under 20 in the past three games that they've lost i think the steelers get a lot of hate because they start off 11 and 0 i said this a few weeks ago the steelers are a 12 and 4 team that just happened to get all their wins in the first 11 weeks or something like that they're a 12 and 4 team who's only getting hate because they started off so hot that it made them seem like they were better. They're just a 12 and four team, no more, no less. Um, and I think that that's, we're seeing that now with these losses. Well, I mean, really, if you look at their schedule, they won by five against the Broncos, seven against the Texans. They won by nine against the Eagles. They won, they won by three against the Titans, four against the Ravens. They won yeah. by five against the Cowboys. They really, they won by five against the Ravens. So, I mean, if you're winning by that, like the Bears, you look at the Bears. I know I keep always talking about the Bears, but they were winning close games and finally it came back to bite them, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can't consistently win close games. Coming back to bite the Steelers now, right? If you have yep. close games once in a while here and there, that's not the end of the world. But it felt like the Steelers, every single game, were coming back in these – we're just winning these games in lucky fashions that felt like everything was going their way. And you can't go a whole season with everything going your way. Exactly. It's going to come back to bite you at some point. All right. Week 16 predictions. We can talk a little about fantasy football too, because Orin and I are in the fantasy football finals playing each other. That should be exciting. I'm pretty sure Orin's going to destroy me this week, but we'll get to that. I don't know about that. My flex, I'm starting Jeff Wilson. So we'll really I'm starting have- Curtis Samuel or um, Salvin, Savon Ahmed. <laughs> So I, I don't have a flex either. We'll see. Also, we'll you could just start Zeke or um, like that's your choice. You have a lot better flex options than Jeff Wilson. I know, but I have a feeling I like Jeff. <laughs> okay. Viking Saints, who you got? Honestly, I think the Vikings. The, Go on. the Vikings always beat the Saints. The Vikings are Saints killers. Every single yeah. 
it feels like they beat them. And maybe Drew Brees will come back for his revenge. Maybe. But I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. Also, I think if the if the Saints um, – what's it called? I think that this is a pretty – I think that this could be a big upset. And while I don't think that the Vikings are going to make the playoffs because they need the Bears to lose – I think they need the Bears to lose out, which would put them at 7-9, and nine, right? They need the Cardinals to lose out, and they need to win out to make the playoffs, which I don't think that's going to happen. But I think they're going to get a bit of a jolt of energy after this game. Maybe I would have taken the Vikings if you had said Saints, but I'll just go with a better team here. Despite all of the history of the Vikings winning, I want the Saints. All right, Lions, Buccaneers. I'm going to go Buccaneers. Um, the Lions, I just can't trust them. They, I mean, first off, their whole coaching staff is not playing. The Lions just aren't that great, are not coaching. The Lions are just not that great of a team. The Buccaneers need to win in order to get a higher seed in the playoffs, and they're going to beat a depleted Lions team. Yeah, I'm going to take the Buccaneers here, too. They're the better team. A lot of fantasy football implications for me and Oren in this game. He's got yeah. Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, uh, and I've got DeAndre Swift. And I wish I had Ronald Jones, but he's injured. That's a shame. I can't believe I didn't pick up Leonard Fournette. That was that might be what wins you the league, Orin. I'm not even kidding. Last week, Leonard Fournette was an ad, and I just let him go. I just I saw it. I literally saw it, and I was like, no, I don't really feel like it. And now I'm going to lose a league because of that. I could have had Leonard Fournette against the worst defense in the NFL, the worst run defense, so you should be happy about that. I am pretty happy. <laughs> it sucks. Okay, I'll oh. stop talking about fantasy for now. Cardinals 49ers. 49ers get George Kittle back. I feel like I'm going to be very biased in my pick, and I'm not necessarily going to pick the 49ers. But as a Bears fan, I really want the 49ers to win. That would make the Bears' playoff chances increase dramatically. And, I mean, but the 49ers are starting. C.J. Beathard, I just can't see them winning. Give me the 49ers. I mean, the Cardinals. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I don't. I still don't really know how to feel about the 49ers team, but I guess I'll just take the Cardinals. Same thing that you said about rooting for the 49ers, though. All right, Raiders, Dolphins. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Dolphins are pushing for their playoff lives. They're really trying to secure their spot. And the Raiders, they haven't won a lot of games. The, the Dolphins are, have a very good defense, and that scares me as a Raiders fan. Even though my takeaway is that the Raiders suck, I don't care. I'm taking the Raiders here to spoil the fun. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think that they could ruin the Dolphins' chances of making the playoffs. I'm taking the Raiders here. I think they're a pretty even-matched team. Dolphins have a better defense, but maybe, just maybe, Marcus Mariota looked pretty good. He can pull something together in this game as well. All right. Ravens-Giants, I'm going to take the Ravens. Giants are just not a good team. I mean... I, I mean, they've got an all right defense, but that's about it. Well, they have a good defense, but the Ravens have a good defense and a good offense. I just can't see them. I can't see them losing this game. Ravens are fighting for their playoff lives. So are Giants, but the Ravens are just a better team. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, and I'm, I'm seeing a big day for Lamar Jackson here. He's been heating up the past few weeks. He's going to have a big game here. I like the Ravens as well. Falcons, Chiefs, we both taken the Falcons. Let's move on. Just kidding. <laughs> Ha ha ha. 
I'm taking the Chiefs. Oh, poor Falcons fans. Poor Falcons. But at this point, it's to be expected. They blew a 17-point lead last week to none other, no one else but Tom Brady. I don't think they'll be blowing any leads in this game because they won't have any leads. Chiefs get the win. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's nothing really to say about that. All right, Browns, Jets. I'm going to take the Browns. Jets might have won last week. I don't care. Give me the Browns. <laughs> you know, I'd, I've never been a big fan of the Jets, uh, the Browns, excuse me, and I think the Jets are going to be routing off a lot of momentum from this win against the Rams. So, and I actually love what Adam Gase has done with this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop BSing. I'm giving the Browns, obviously. The Jets suck. Um <laughs> yeah, and it must suck to be a Jets fan because they just lost Trevor Lawrence, so now they're going nowhere for the Jets had one thing going for them, and that was one for... job. Wouldn't it be funny if they fired Adam Gase after they beat the Rams? That would be really funny because I feel like the Jets are just keeping around Adam Gase so that they can lose out at this point. And now that he failed at his one job, wouldn't that be so funny if they fired him after the <laughs> the Rams game? But I mean like they can't do that because then it's like a blatant tank or whatever. Yeah, it's like blatantly tanking, but like... Is that a, is that a technically against the rules in the NFL? No, I don't think... I mean, what can they really do about it? Like... I know. I think that there's stuff against tanking in the NBA, though, so... Yeah. All right. Texans, Bengals. I'm going to take the Texans. Even though the Bengals just won, the Texans have a quarterback. The Bengals do not. And the rest of their team is just... Ryan Finley looked pretty great against that Steelers defense. I'll tell you that. Fine, but I'll take Deshaun Watson over a good Ryan Finley any day of the week. And the rest of their team is just not very talented, both of theirs. So if it's done to the quarterback, I think I'm going to take Watson over Finley. Yeah, I'm joking, obviously. Give me the Texans. All right. Um, Colts-Steelers. Wow, this is a good game. You go It's a first. great game. Um, I feel like sometimes when a team loses a lot of games – it's less like you almost want to pick them to win more because it's like, oh, they can't. They're too good of a team. They can't lose four straight, you know, but it should be the other way around. It should be if you're a team that's winning, then there's no reason to pick them to lose. So basically what I'm saying is that the Steelers were 14-0 and right now. I might be more tempted to pick them. As backwards as that logic is, I might be more tempted to pick the Colts in this game. But now that they've lost three straight, it's like, wow, they got to get their stuff together. Um but the Steelers have just looked so bad lately. I'm still going to pick the Colts. I am still going to pick the Colts. I think that they're similar teams, but right now the Colts offense is looking better. And I think that this Colts defense is on par or very close to on par with the Steelers defense. You know what? I'm going to take the Steelers. I know it's like kind of going against what you just said. And I'm not saying that they're not going to lose four in a row, but when they were winning by so much, it came to the point where they were like, Oh, they just became arrogant, right? And I think that it's finally gotten to them that, wow, we haven't won this division yet. Yeah. Like, do they have to lose out? But they uh, lose this game. There's a this pretty game, good chance yeah. that the Browns take over the Not a pretty good chance, but if they lose this game, Browns are playing the Jets this week, so that's an automatic win. Then the Browns play the Steelers in Week 17, and that would be quite the matchup if the Steelers do lose this week. That would be quite the matchup, and I don't think the Steelers want to let it go down to that. I am taking the Steelers. Okay, now that something just popped in my head that I was thinking about like last night, but I'll say it at the end of these predictions because I think it'll be a pretty funny matchup. All um, right. Anyway, Panthers-Washington. Ooh. Yeah, I like Washington here just because they've got a lot more to fight for. Um, Christian McCaffrey is not going to play. 
to the sad news to the to the dismay of Oren. Um, Washington's fighting for the division, fighting for a playoff spot. Panthers are pretty much out of it at this point. So I like Washington. Yeah, I'm going to take Washington as well. Washington's fighting for something. Carolina's not. I mean, Carolina's fighting for one thing, and that's a better draft, better draft pick. And I mean, if Washington wins, both Washington and Carolina will be happy. Mm-hmm. All right, Chargers Broncos. You go first. Justin Herbert was not playing great the past three weeks. Then he lights it up against the Raiders. Um, what was the score with Chargers Broncos before? Thirty to thirty-one. I, I thought it was a close game. How did that one end? Last second touchdown, I think. Was it with Herbert who got it? No, it's uh, the Broncos won that one. I think that someone on the Broncos had a last second touchdown. Um, Whatever. Anyway, point is I'm taking the Chargers here. I don't know how to feel about the Broncos. They just got demolished. But I know it's not good. I'll tell you that. They just got demolished by this great Bills team. And I I like the Chargers. It's fun to root for them. It's fun to root for Justin Herbert. I think you're going to take the Broncos because you're a Broncos fan. I'm going to take the Broncos. There you go. I don't know why I like them so much. I know. You're a big Broncos guy. I guess I'm kind of a Chargers guy at some point. But. Well, people don't realize that the Broncos and the Chargers have the same record. If you were to ask... Both of them think they're bad teams. No, but if you were to ask someone who has a better record, I promise you 90% of them would say Chargers. I doubt that. I would not have said Chargers. I'm just saying. They're both like bad teams in my mind. I do not think that's true. All right. Well, I You know what? 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 I am going to take you up on that right now. We are texting a group chat. Okay? Here's what I'm going to say. Um... Yo, guys, help us with a podcast. How about about I will talk about the Cowboys? Okay, yeah, I'm doing a survey among the friends to see if what Oren just said is true. All right, Cowboys-Eagles, this is a good game. I think I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. Cowboys just seem to have momentum. Eagles don't actually... You know what? I'm going to take the Eagles. I go, I go back on that. Jalen Hurts is playing great football. They finally have a quarterback, and I think the Eagles are going to take this one. Cowboys. Wait, sorry. Who did you pick? I picked the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Eagles, too. I think that's the easy pick. Jalen Hurts is absolutely lighting it up, and um, this Cowboys defense is definitely exploitable. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Sorry. Um his defense is definitely exploitable, uh, so I'm picking the Eagles. I said, look at that, because I just asked the question, and three people responded, Broncos. I asked, I asked people, without checking, who has a better record, Chargers or Broncos? <laughs> and so far, the three of our friends that have responded have said Broncos, so I think that I'm, I'm right so far. We'll see. We'll, we'll continue with the updates on that, but that's really oh, funny. I might be wrong. All right. Seahawks Rams. Great game. I'm taking the Rams. This is my Bears bias because I need I great for the Rams to win. But the Seahawks just haven't been playing great offensively. Their defense has stepped it up a bit. But then again, the Rams have done fairly well against the Seahawks historically in the past few years. And Sean McVay's figured out Pete Carroll's defenses. And the Rams destroyed the Seahawks the first time they played. I think it's going to be the same type of idea. The Rams destroyed the Seahawks, really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? You would never have guessed it, but I'll tell you, I don't know about destroyed, but they won. I don't remember that game. 
they won 23 to 16, but I think that the Seahawks scored Seahawks scored six po- three points in the fourth quarter. So it was really like 23-13. And Russell Wilson threw two interceptions, no touchdowns. Wow, yeah, they really did get destroyed. Um Ah, that's interesting. It's a very big game with a lot of implications. Both of them aren't playing great right now. One of them just lost to the Jets, and one of them just barely beat Washington. I think I like Seahawks just because of my theory that, and this was right when I was Colts-Titans, if two teams are evenly matched enough, then there's a good chance that they're going to split their series one-to-one. Or I don't know if there's actually a good chance, but that's just in my mind. It's like if you're close enough, on level with another team, then I think that you deserve to go um, to split your series. So that's why I'm going to pick the Seahawks, if that makes sense. That makes sense to me. I understand that. All right. Packers. <laughs> good game. Good game. Good game. Titans Packers. I think I'm going to take the Titans. I, I respect that pick a lot. I do respect that pick. Packers' single weakness is a team running the ball, taking out all the time in the game, and there is no running back in the NFL I would choose to do that more than Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry could potentially get over 45 to 50 fantasy points this week. Oh, my God. Don't do that to me. <laughs> yes, Derrick Henry. In fantasy. There is Green Bay is the 20th rushing defense, right? But I truly believe they're the worst in the NFL because teams don't run the ball against the Packers when they're down by 10, right? Mm-hmm. And even saying that, they still they're still like twenty eighth. You can go yeah. talk. Let me go see some stats. Okay. Ooh, this is a hard pick, and I don't want to let. So, as Bears fans, we're actually rooting for. Should I just get into the to the Bears playoff stuff after this game? Um, okay. We'll, well, basically, as Bears fans, there's a reason that we we should be rooting for the Packers this week. But we'll get into the whole Bears playoff situation in a little bit. So basically, part of me wants to say the Packers will win this just because, sadly enough, as a Bears fan, I'm going to be rooting for the Packers in this game. Uh, I definitely do understand what you're saying. The um, Titans match up extremely well against the Packers, but it's not like the Titans have a great defense. The Packers also match up very well against the Titans. Um and I think that Devontae Adams can have himself a bounce-back game. I'm predicting 70 points for Devontae Adams this week to do better than Derrick Henry. No, I'm just joking. Um, but the Titans do have an exploitable defense. And I guess I'm just going to take the Packers, maybe just to go against you. I don't know. I think – but, I, yes, I could easily see the uh, Titans winning this one. All right. Patriots, Bills. I'm going to tell you something. How, how I look up my schedule is I search up NFL schedule and it shows Bills at Patriots and it says shows the NFL game preview and then it shows news and under that there are articles. And I found this very funny article. It says Bills Patriots Monday Night Football promo has no fitted footage of New England, only of the Buffalo Bills. So <laughs> that's of, funny. There's nothing of New England. I think that's pretty much shown by... I think that pretty much shows what our picks should be. I'm picking the Bills. Hopefully you should too. And I think yeah. Monday night, I think Monday night has already picked who's going to win this game as well. Well, that's the curse. But yes, I'm picking the Bills as well. All, All right. right. Time for Bears talk. Now we can talk about the Bears. This has been the most 
I've never been more excited to talk about the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, All right. you go first. So, you know what? We haven't done this in a while. Let's do studs and duds. Let's do studs and duds. That sounds like a plan to me. All right. I'm going to start off. I, I think this is obvious. Dave Montgomery. I mean, David Montgomery, stud and a half. Stud and a half. He has been unbelievable. And finally, mm-hmm. an offensive line who's playing fairly solid in the run blocking aspect. He has been dominant. I am so, so, so happy to see that he's doing well because I knew he had the potential to do well. He had 32 carries, 146 yards, two touchdowns last week. He was on fire. And it just makes me happy to see because I know how dominant of a player he can be. Yeah, that's an obvious stud. I got to go with one of my favorite Bears players, if not my favorite Bears player, Darnell Moody, with a touchdown in the past two games when the Bears offense has been good. He has not dropped the ball yet this entire year. Only player in the NFL with 60-plus targets and not a single drop. So he's a stud. Love that kid. And there were multiple plays when Trubisky just dumped it off to him at like the line of scrimmage, and he'd juke out a guy and run for a first down, and that well, made me make, very happy. What makes me so happy is when they, like I said, they this game they ran the ball and worked off a of play action, and when they have Mooney in the flat and they can throw it to him like at the line of scrimmage, the great thing is you know he's going to gain like five to six yards, right? If you put Komet yep. there, he might gain two, three. Mooney or Robinson, you'll gain two. Like Mooney is going to gain six to seven. He's so explosive. He plays with so much effort. I love it so much. All right, I'll give you another stud. I'm going to say Trubisky. I thought he. Yep, played- that was a, that was the next obvious stud. Yeah, I think he played great football. He had a bad interception, and I'm going to get into the topic that we might talk about for a few minutes. But I'm a huge Trubisky supporter. I do not think the Bears should resign him this offseason. I do not think they should resign him. And I why think not? Surprising because he's playing great football right now, right? But he's so mm-hmm. limited in what he can do right now. You saw he was he probably threw in the pocket probably seven times, and he threw an interception while doing that. He was great while during while throwing play action, right? But yeah, the Bears but aren't able to do that forever. And the Bears are going to see Trubisky how they normally see Trubisky when he starts to throw from the pocket. And I think that this goes, first off, I think Nagy should be fired. I didn't think Nagy should be fired right away. Now that I've seen what happens, now that I've seen how good this offense can be when Nagy's not in charge, I think you have to fire Nagy right away. He couldn't figure out that the Bears should run the ball a lot and go off play action. He was so stubborn that he had to throw the ball so much, keep Trubisky in the pocket. Me and Benjamin have been advocating for them to run the ball and go off play action forever. And they finally did it. You know what? Maybe me and Benjamin are morons. Maybe me and Benjamin should be co-head coaches. Yeah, we're actually applying for a job. The, yeah, they, they said they're limited down the candidate to um, two. It's between us and Pat Fitzgerald. So we'll see what happens. It's exciting stuff. All right, yeah, give, um, me one, give me one more stud, and then we'll go to duds. I'm thinking about, oh, you know what? Here's a stud. Give me Cairo Santos as a stud. Love that dude. If he makes like three field goals this game, I think he's got the uh, Bears' longest streak ever for made field goals. He's made 22 straight. And now, of course, that I, now that I say that, I know he's going to snap that streak this week. But either way, I mean... Give it up for the guy. What a great story. He was on the Titans, and he missed four field goals in a game, and now he's just playing great for us. That's all we needed. If only we had him two years ago, then maybe we would have got destroyed in the second round but won the wild card. I don't know. Anyway, love Cairo Santos. Love that. 
I'll give you a dud of mine. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller had one reception for 13 yards. He is, this was his year. He was going to break out. He was going to do great, right? Mm-hmm. And Darnell Mooney is just taking him over. Darnell Mooney is now the wide receiver too. Anthony Miller's done very little. And honestly, I'm not really sure that Anthony Miller has a job as a, as, as a wide receiver for the Chicago Bears next year. I'm not going to say he's necessarily released because he's still a very, very good depth to have on your team. But he's just not amazing. And it was a waste of a pick for the Bears. Wow, already. We were so hyped up for that guy at the start of the year. But all of a sudden, Darnell came out of nowhere. Anthony Miller is not great. And I think that if Anthony Miller was put in the same spot that Darnell Mooney was, I think that he would be fine. But then again, he's not in that spot. And What do you mean by that? I think that if he was the wide receiver too, and given all these snaps and targets, he would be fine. Because it's not like he's like... Well, it's different. It, Darnell Mooney was uh, a fifth rounder. So if anything, probably Anthony Miller had higher expectations straight out of the draft. But Darnell Mooney worked his way up. And I think that that's really commendable and amazing. It's part of what I love. This man was a fifth rounder. There have been plenty of other Bears wide receivers who were drafted around there or higher. Riley Ridley, Javon Wims, Kevin White, <laughs> um, Anthony Miller. And none of them have had even close to the impact that Darnell Mooney's had. You know, Darnell Mooney has the most reception for a Bears player since I think 1960 for a rookie a Bears wide receiver isn't that crazy yeah that makes sense they never have like dynamic rookie wide receivers Ben you want to hear something crazier they've had they've had a running back get beat that record before they've had a wide receiver beat that record a rookie running back yeah Tariq Matt Forte Tariq Cohen is a rookie had more receptions than the than the former thing, but it was only for wide receivers. Isn't that sad? Yeah, it's a little sad, but it just takes some time to develop, I guess. All right. Do you want to think of a dud? Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, give me a second here. Who was a dud? Offensive, Allen Robinson had himself a nice game, I'd say. Um, Oops, very solid. On the defensive side of the ball, Mac had a good game. Quinn had his best game in a while, still super overpaid. Um, Buster Screen is my bust, is my dud. He sat out. I don't like the guy. <laughs> no, that's mean. Um, I don't know. Who's another dud? I'm not sure. I mean, you could say Kyle Fuller. He didn't have a great game, neither did Eddie Jackson. But, I mean, honestly, there weren't oh, that many. I, I, yeah, I guess I could just say the Bears secondary. The Bears yeah. secondary was getting no, – they're not good. They're not great. They're I'll not playing you, great. I'll give you one last dud. My last dud is Chuck Pagano. I think it should be fire, 100%. Fire. I know he's been playing so bad lately. But think about it. The Bears individually, a lot of Bears players are having good seasons. Akimik's having a good season. Khalil Mack is having a good season. Bilal Nichols. Roquan Smith is debatably the best middle linebacker in the NFL. Right? Robert Quinn's not doing good. Danny Trevathan's mm-hmm. fine. Kyle Fuller's having a great season. Eddie Jackson's playing pretty well. Jalen Johnson, all these players are playing great, right? So yeah. this defense isn't elite. They're, they're the step below elite. They're still very, very good, but they're not a game-changing defense. What other reason could it be for Ch- than Chuck Pagano? He, I feel like he's calling bad play after bad play. And I mean, I really, really, really wish that they would have Fangio again because I do believe that this 
Fangio was the difference. I think before the year, I was trying to compare them to 2018, but we, I completely forgot to take out the, to take, to take, to think about their defensive coordinator. And I mean, it's a big part of it. I just don't think Pagan was that great. I respect the take, I'll say. I feel like Pagano gets a lot of credit, but I don't really see that much that's so great. No, me neither. There's so much talent, so much. And everyone is playing individually well, but why can't they collectively play well as a team? Yeah, Like okay, 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 okay. Let me say my thing that I was going to say, but I forgot about. It's not about the Bears. Imagine if... The Jaguars played the Jets week 17. That would be crazy. How crazy would that or any imagine if there were any game like that, like where the the final pick, but especially it would be crazier this year because it's for Trevor Lawrence. But any year when the first overall pick and it's play you're playing the two teams are playing week 17. Like imagine if we got Jaguars Jets week 17. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That would be the ultimate take for ever. That would make me so happy. That would be awesome. That would be a great game. That would honestly be the funniest game ever. Do you think there would be more than 10 points scored? Yes, I think there would because the players are still going to try hard, I think. I think there would be a lot of points. There would probably be like in the 20s. You mean like for each team or just all together? No, for each team. Okay, I was going to be like all together. That's very little. (laughs) Because they are... Bad defenses. All right. So talk to me about the Bears-Jaguars game. I mean, one of them is fighting for a playoff spot. One of them is fighting for the one seed, for the, for the first overall pick. I think that that tells you enough. It, makes, it will make both team, teams a lot happier if the Bears get this win. And I think that that kind of took away my last doubt. Because the Jaguars kind of want to lose this game as well. So, I don't know. I don't, now that I say it, I might jinx it, but I don't see a way the Bears lose this game. I mean, this is such a trap game. Such a trap game. You go into this game, we just need to worry about Green Bay, right? That's such a, this such, the Bears could come into this game. Oh, we're going to win. This will be easy. Think about it. The Jaguars fought it really close to the Packers. Went into overtime with the Vikings. Lost by two to the Browns, right? Well, I'm not yeah. saying well, I'm not saying all that's gonna happen. Look at Gardner Minshew's stats. He is playing great. Statistically, for example, how do you get benched? What? How, why do you get benched? I honestly to tell you the truth, I don't know why he got benched. Look at his stats. I think let me see something. Look at it. He has, let's do this. He has 20, he has 16 interceptions, 16 touchdowns, five interceptions, right? Mm -hmm. For example, take a quarterback like Daniel Jones. I know I hate on Daniel Jones so much, but look at Daniel Jones. For example, he has eight touchdowns, nine interceptions. (laughs) You just hate Daniel Jones. Okay. Even Trubisky is having a better statistical season than Trubisky. Having a better season than maybe not, but like probably a lot of very average NFL quarterbacks. Philip Rivers. I mean, maybe. For example, he's played less games, 
But Matt Ryan has 22 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Not that off. Yeah, I guess. Like, my thing, my thing is that people underestimate the Jaguars. Well, I don't think that the Jaguars are necessarily going to win. The only good news is that James Robinson didn't practice today and he hasn't practiced yesterday. Wow. That could be big. The thing is, the Jaguars coach said he expects James Robinson to play, but they said that he said that the plan was for him to test his ankle today and have him do some running, but he was unable to do that. He was not even able to practice today. So pretty much based on what if he practices on I bet you if he doesn't practice on Friday, he won't play at all. Which would be a huge break for the Bears. But yeah. Who knows if this Bears deep, Bears offense is able to run the ball down their throat, the Bears will easily win. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I, I just don't really see a way. Like I was saying, I understand that the Bears could come into this game thinking this will be a gimme and play down. But at the end of the day, they both teams are fighting for the Bears to win. So I'm exactly. not too nervous. Yeah, and I'm not too nervous, but. Like, like I said, I don't want the Bears to start. If the Bears start Jalen Johnson or someone else, I wouldn't be too upset. But, like, they are. So, I don't really know. They are what? I mean, I don't know if they're going to start Jalen Johnson or Buster Screen. It really depends. I know. I think that – I don't know. I told you that I don't like Buster Screen, but maybe it's not actually their fault. I mean, maybe just you were saying it's because he's the wide receiver three, so we'll have to see. I mean, but think about it. He got hurt the Lions game. He didn't play Texans, Vikings. He just got a concussion. If he's not going to play three weeks or four weeks, I think that comes to a point where they're benching him. They're not even they're not playing him, right? I know he's not great. He's not great. Okay, 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 okay. You got anything else? No, let's do our predictions. Our oh, predictions. for the for the Jaguars game. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say, I'll start off. I say Mitchell Trubisky throws, I don't want to be too bold, to be honest. He's been, he's had a hot start, so. But I do say he has a great game. I say Mitchell Trubisky throws, I don't think he'll go that high above the uh, touchdown passing record. So probably just eight touchdowns (laughs) and maybe one running. You didn't even flinch and I said the touchdown passing record. Okay. Um... No, I say final score is 24 to 20. 24 to 20? Well, wow, it's pretty close. I think that's a good prediction. Yeah. Bears offense still is all right. They're a little bit less than before. Dave Montgomery gets a rushing touchdown. Cole Komet gets a touchdown. And um, Mitchell Trubisky runs for a touchdown. I like it. I'm going to say... 31-24 Bears. Yeah, I respect that, too. I find it funny how you were so confident, and I wasn't confident, yet I'm predicting them to win by more. True, true, true. But, I mean, my just what I think is that the – I mean, the Bears have scored over 30. They played bad defenses. It's not like they're playing a great defense this week. And I think their defense is going to come, and it's very rare for the Bears' defense to have two bad games in a row. Very, very, very rare. They didn't play great last week. I think they know it. And I think they'll come back and have a good game. 
I'm excited. Go Bears. That's what I hope. All right. Bear down. Bear down, baby. I wonder if that did if it sounded weird. Okay, goodbye. Bear down. If you enjoyed this episode of From the Den, please remember to comment or leave a review depending on your listening platform. Or if you're a Packers fan, remember to write some nasty reviews and comments. Thanks for listening and bear down.